This is Pullin' from 40, episode 8, Latrell Springwood. You got Clarence, a.k.a. Lonzo Ball's uh, unpaid image consultant. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> and back, like Kawhi, like, like Kawhi Leonard's knee, uh, quad injury, Herb Smith, a.k.a. Cranford Analytica. Happy, <laughs> happy to be back here in the States, missing you guys. Luca's coming over. Very excited oh, about it. Back at it like a crack addict. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. This is sorry. Like, sorry. Big opiate. It's an opioid, it's yeah. an opioid yeah. crisis, yeah. man. I'm sorry. Thank you, so we're, we're back in Lit Tower 1. It's a packed Lit Tower. We got a fan section here. Uh, once again, uh, Matt uh, co-hosting uh, this next episode, Pulling from 40. Packed episode. We're back with the full squad. Uh, what we uh, wanted to cover, obviously, right now, the NBA is taking a little bit of a backseat uh, after the first weekend of college basketball, but had some big games early this week that we wanted to start off with. Uh, first one last night, we had the Cleveland Cavaliers coming back from a 15-point halftime deficit. Giving up 80. No, 80. no defense in that first 79. half. 79. 79. 79. Not 80. In first half. Oh, uh, points to the I Toronto Raptors. <laughs> Came back in the second half. Uh, second game back for Kevin Love. Clarence, you are the most opinionated on the Toronto Raptors. We <laughs> yes. the North. Yes, they are the most fraudulent team in the in the NBA, I would say. And I do like what uh, Shannon Sharp nicknamed them, uh, the baby dinosaurs. <laughs> so I do have my one question for you, clients. For someone who's so infatuated with uh, Aubrey Graham, a.k.a. Drake, <laughs> a.k.a. Drizzy, um, how, how come you had this hate for the Raptors since you love Drake so much? You know, it's an internal conflict within myself with this this hatred towards the It's like a Raptors. schizophrenia type. Yeah, you know, I think it dates back to, um, well, our co-host Herbie is just a fan of just seeing my misery. <laughs> so when the Raptors finally got of some substance with Chris Bosh, they were a three seed, I believe, and they had to play uh, my Nets. And I was sitting next to Herbie, and, and it's my whole time that during the whole series, he's in my ears. Nets are washed. Nets are washed. You know, Raptors, this is their year. And the Nets, with an old Jason Kidd and an older Vince Carter, beat, beat the Raptors, you know. And then they came back years later, Brooklyn Nets, with uh, Paul Pierce and KG, and outed them out of the playoffs again, too. So that's why you, you have not answered any sort of question about this current roster. <laughs> no, that's I, just, I just hate anything that Herbie supports. Uh, that's yeah. what it is. <laughs> Excellent. So first of all, going back to that game, uh, really exciting to see. I'm going to side with Clarence on this because 79. I'm calling that 80 based on yeah, conversion factor. It's Canadian dollars, <laughs> so that's pretty. That's pretty much 82 uh, points. Mm-hmm. Um, and Matt, we're going to get to the defensive questions because I really loved your conversation in the pregame about how some. Of these playoff teams that we consider good squads can just go large portions of the game without like actively applying themselves on defense. Not even looking at offensive players. <laughs> but uh, just just watch looking at the stats from that game, you got some really incredible numbers. You know, you have the eighty almost eighty points in the first half given up. The fifteen, I think it was fifteen point 
deficit overcome. Yeah. LeBron dropping 17 dimes. Zero, zero <laughs> turnovers. Zero turnovers. Kevin Love, I think, scored 18 on about six shots. Like, yeah. I think he was like four or six from three. Like, just played really efficient basketball. And we're going to talk about this in the defensive part later. But uh, if that is a matchup that we see in the conference, you know, semis or conference finals, which I think we probably will, I think it's going to be an offensive kind of dream. Um, but I do question whether they can get stops for more than one or two quarters because at least for Cleveland, it really seems like when they're at their best, it's about applying themselves as selectively as possible. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just I, you go, I, like let me just be like a little bit objective with the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> they outplayed Cleveland severely, like bad in the for, first half. Oh, for the first for half. The fact, like they, everyone, everyone top. They, their eight-man rotation outplayed Cleveland. Like they do they, have a good rotation. Van Fleet came in strong. Kyle Lowry wasn't missing. Uh, Val Tunis was barbecue chicken, as uh, Shaq would say. You know, and they just they gave it to Cleveland. And I'm thinking to myself, Cleveland, you know, is come, you know, coming into this game beat beat up. No Nance, no Rodney Hood, um, no Tristan Thompson. Like Raptors, number one seed in the East. That's a game they should win. Now it was on the road, but you know. I'll put my Raptors hat on as I always do. <laughs> Back-to-back games. I know they played at Orlando. Jamal didn't play. But is he that was, really a game with it Orlando? Is a game. <laughs> it is a game. Okay. The game That's was close. Magic Kingdom. Right <laughs> yeah, the game was close. Aaron Gordon was out there doing his Jonathan Simmons, I think, dropped 30. So, like hey, you go you go down to Orlando. You can catch a beating. I'm telling you. They run up and down. Right, Mickey Mouse. I, I they, see They that. run up and down. So, um, But I think, for me, why... I think the, this would be the Raptors' years because they changed their offense from what it was in years past, where they were strictly ISO, mid-range pull-up, yeah. Demar at the elbow. It's now what the rest of the ba- you know rest of the good teams in basketball are spacing the floor, a lot of threes, mm-hmm. corner threes. Uh, really, with their bigs, they're just around. They're rim running, um, so they're not doing many Valachunas post-ups now. That'll probably change once once it slows once down. Once the playoffs come and teams actually start playing defense and they don't call as many hand check fouls and bailout fouls. I, I think for the Raptors, they definitely got the one seed locked up. I was Did you say definitely at this point? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was disappointed in their it seemed like lack of intensity in the second half. Like they came out, they won the first half, and that's all they needed. Mm-hmm. Where the Cavs kind of had that mindset of, you know, we we don't want to lose this. We don't because they're in a they're in a tight run right now with the Sixers and the Pacers yeah. proceeding. Yeah. So they need to win these games if they if they want to have home court at least in the first round. Um, so I was a little bit disappointed with the Raptors not not wavering on what I think they can do for the year. Uh, but I think it just shows with Kevin Love is just. Force space. That's a great he's NBA player. He's an all-star. Yes. I don't know why. I know we shit on him so consistently. No, it's not us. It's not us. It's, it's the world. world. No, it's the world. It's Isaiah. Yeah, it's, it is. But um, I, one of the things, I actually, I hate to go against it's Twitter. It's Twitter. It's Twitter. Yeah. But uh, I think one of the things that's interesting about Toronto this year is I'll shout out to Dwayne Casey. I think he's done a really good job with that team of kind of changing the way they space the floor and run. But also, that bench squad of theirs is one of the real strengths in this team. They mm-hmm. don't need Kyle Lowry and DeMar to go out and get as many buckets as they used to. But I think that's also a problem in the playoffs. Because benches get shorter, and that's not as valuable as it is during the regular season. I think depth can win you games 
during the regular year because you're going to go up against teams on a back-to-back. You're going to, if you can get a bench run and, and go on a 10-point run, that could be the game. Yeah. You don't get that in the playoffs when you're going to have LeBron playing 43 minutes a game. Right. You and know? That's been the story of the Raptors the past five, five years. You know, they, they compile these, you know, regular season mm-hmm. wins and just, you know, outside of an Eastern Conference Finals appearance, they haven't done much in the playoffs with the same core guys. You know, actually, they've upgraded pre- in yeah. previous years with Serge Ibaka. Um, and then, you know, Balashun is coming on strong. I just, I, to be top five offensively and def- defensively yes. in the NBA, to not beat a cle- obviously the GOAT is playing, but to not beat up on a uh, injury-riddled Cleveland <clears throat> team to send a message to the league, I think that, that shows you're shook. That shows that you are afraid. Regular season, back-to-back. <laughs> Here's the disconcerting thing if you're Toronto, right? Um, in the NBA, for all we say, like, the, the regular season doesn't matter, for the most part, if you have a top-five offense and you have a top-five defense, that is a combination that should make at least a, a conference finals run. Uh, yeah, I think it will. Yeah, but we'll do we see. but do we well, actually I'm going to I'm going to double check myself right now cuz in this year's East, I honestly think anything could happen. Yes. But I have no faith in them to do it. Like I think they could come out, but I don't think anybody here would put serious money on them no, to do it. Except Matt cuz he's living in La La Land. <laughs> he's living in the 6. He's living in the 6. I just might. Oh but, man. Uh that was uh, a matchup in the East with the pretty much the one seed versus the three seed, and then we got a similar matchup earlier this week that uh, became Nate Robinson's game because he talked the entire commentary. <laughs> Shut up, oh, only I, I need it. I, we know how much I hate Derek Fisher. I felt <laughs> bad for him because he couldn't speak. There yeah. is no feeling bad for Derek Fisher, man. I honestly, I did feel bad. Ask I didn't Matt even know Morris. he was there until the fourth quarter when they showed him on TV. So, like, just some background to that. Damian Lillard had one of his worst shooting, like, percentages. Well, games, let's, well, let's which go. Which will happen. It was, it was Houston going into Portland. So, Portland was on a, you know, 10-plus game winning streak. Houston's coming in as the number one team in the West. Portland... Damian Lillard was doing his talking about how Chris Paul had a, a layup when it was in garbage time in their last meeting, which Chris Paul said, y'all weren't playing y'all defense. Y'all weren't playing defense. <laughs> I'll take a So I actually got no problem with that. But those are two State Farm commercial guys. So, so now they're defense. Come on. Well, now they got Oscar from the office. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's Maybe a little bit weird to play, me. Play, play a peacemaker. So, yeah. so what? Trevor is looking creepy in those commercials, too, but I appreciate it. He can't Paul Pierce. He's Paul Pierce. has disappeared a little bit. I know he's been hurt, uh, but he has disappeared a little bit this year. I continue to like Trevor Reese, though. He's a though. He's one of the original... 3 and D guys. Yes. Yeah. He was not when the Knicks drafted him, couldn't shoot at all. No. And then he left and he was like, oh. <laughs> and like everyone else, gets better yeah, after He, he was off. promising on the Knicks, though. Yeah. Pivotal part of those Laker runs, too, though. Yeah. yeah. No, he definitely was. A, a Steven Jackson type guy. Your yeah. team gets better when you bring in a Trevor Reed. So, yeah. pretty much with that game, it was, it was back and forth the whole way. I mean, I don't think anyone throughout the whole th- Three, four quarters. I think the highest lead was nine points, maybe, which for the NBA is close. Yeah. yeah. Throughout the entire time. And the Rockets pulled away late. Uh, so I just want to see, Clarence, you were, you were watching the game. What do you think of your, you know, your overall impressions? So um, early on, Nurkic has really impressed me um, this season. With just, you know, everyone, you know, the Denver had a dilemma. They had the two bigs, and they traded away 
they thought the lesser big of Nurkic and keeping Jokic, which you know still still probably looks like a good decision. But Nurkic has been coming out strong. Uh, he was that you know Matt. Like we'll, we'll go into that later on the switch with Harden at the top of the key. The switch with Harden being matched up on Nurkic. Nurkic was eating that whole first half. You know they were going to that pretty pretty uh, pretty often, and that's what kept them in the game early. Um, and then Damian, just from a takeaway from that, you know, he's always doing the Dame time and, you know, big game Dame. He was kind of a no-show that whole game to me. You know, he's been on a tear during that winning streak. He did not shoot the ball well. He didn't really get to the line. He was Damian Lillard when the lights are on. Yeah. <laughs> I have been hating on him more just because he's so outspoken. And he convinced us he never made an all-star yes. team. He's made it three times. <laughs> he's fooled the world. He's fooled yeah. the world. Um, but I was impressed with um, outside Damian Lillard. I was impressed with um, Portland's uh, role players um, between um, Al Farouk, Al Farouk, the Chief, uh, Ed Davis, rebounding monster, Mo Hartless. Mo Hartless almost brought the the world down. He tried to tried to suck the life out of Houston with that dunk attempt. Um, but yeah, like Matt was saying, pretty back and forth um, game and. Portland came to play, um, but just towards the end, when you have the switch and the ice on James Harden, it's it's a nightmare. I think it was the game that proved to me 100% James Harden is the MVP yeah. because he took over. But the thing that I want to talk about, I know, Herb, you're you know, big, just you know, like to talk NBA defenses. I had such a problem with the switching that was going on by – both teams were doing it, but more so the Blazers. I noticed it with the Thunder against the Rockets too. But the switching of ball screens when the ball the ball screens are not it's Trevor Reese is setting screens that aren't hard to get over. They're just automatically switching. I've seen it with the Knicks for so many years. It's I don't think it's a good defense, especially James Harden was getting matched up on Damian Lillard, who's just cannot stay in front of him. Then in the fourth, he's getting matched up on Nurkic and Ed Davis, and it was it was barbecue <laughs> chicken, it was yeah. baby food, Gerber. Gerber. <laughs> it, it was it was spoon fed to him. And for me, hedging is an, is always an. I know with Clint Capella rim running, it can be tough, but especially when they're setting these high ball screens by midcourt, you got to make an effort to get over these screens so that way Harden can't ISO for an entire possession and go literally right by Nurkic, who has no luck at all. Yeah. So, Matt, I think we're going to lose a lot of the casual fans here, but I do really <laughs> want to talk about this because I agree with you 100%. I think there's become this thing in the NBA here of switch, just to switch. Yes. And I've, I've noticed even among good defensive teams, watching a couple years ago when uh, – in the finals, Cleveland. Cleveland just wanted to go at Steph Curry every time. Yes. You would have them show a half-hearted screen by whoever was gar- being yes. guarded by him. That was J.R. Smith. And then, oh, you have him on LeBron or Kyrie. Right. And fight a little bit. And I'm wondering what you think the root cause of that is, especially with a guy like Lillard or Curry or Nurkic, who was more offensive as a player. Is it... Why are they not fighting harder to not make that switch? I think I think with the, the defense, I think just you want to just have a baseline and just consistency. Like, you know, you don't want to have the confusion because then it's like, oh, are we switching here? Are we not switching? So it's easier, but you're professionals. Like, I think you should have a strategy of not necessarily going to the easiest out. Right. Because, honestly, man, <laughs> James Harden can cook a good defender. He is going to eat. 
I, I saw him Nurkic switch on him. I feel bad. Yeah. Because, like, your best bet is to give him three feet and hope he misses the three-pointer. Right. Even yes. last year, too, with, you know, Seth Kerman, um, when the Warriors were playing Utah uh, in the playoffs, you have that clip of Gobert, <laughs> let me have this dance yeah. Seth Curry. <laughs> like, that's, you know. Like, just tie his shoes together. He's going to do the same amount. <laughs> yeah. You know? I don't know. I think that's, a, that's, that's league-wide, though. Well, I know. I watched the Spurs play the Wizards last night, and they did not switch. Switch any ball screens. They fought over the top of every ball screen. They'd hedge. Aldridge would hedge over. You know any any guy they put in Kyle Anderson. They have the length to do it. But I think hedging. Tibbs does it a lot. They do the ice, the pick and rolls. Where on the other side, the big man will come up. Then the backside defense will come towards the middle, and you'll basically rotate back yeah, just to yeah. cover those balls. Which I think. We'll see more once we get into the playoffs. Yeah. Hopefully it changes for the Blazers if they want any chance to beat. They're going to have to probably play the – I think they're split at the three, so they'll probably have to play the Warriors where I just don't in think they two. match up well, that's at the all thing, with them. They, with in the, the second round. In the second round. With the yes. switching. If they even get past because anything well, it's can It's not happen. a given. No. no. Yeah, it's not. With the, with the switching, though, how the Warriors and Rockets are so good, they – you know, they have a smaller lineup, conventional lineup. They'll force you, like, teams want to go, oh, you know, we'll go old school, we'll just go big to their small lineup. They'll force you to, to sub out Nurkic or to sub out a DeAndre Jordan or a Well, it's a, it's a Gobert situation where you could yeah. have one of the 10 most, val- or 20 most valuable players in the league and you can't play him. You can't play him. Yeah. yeah. Because you, you. Because he can't punish the guy at the other end, too. Right. You know, you're not going to throw it into Gobert or DeAndre. So, like, you know, him being defensive, you know, Top five, you know, all team defense or whatever kind of gets negated when he's guarding Steph Curry on the island. Well, and I was watching uh, the first half of that game, and Nurkic was was playing well. You know, he was getting his buckets, but oh yeah, because Houston was switching. But like, it, don't give up twos, like you know. But that's the thing. In order to justify it, he has to hit seventy percent of his twos because right. they're gonna they're gonna dance around him on the other side. Yeah, and with with D'Antoni's system is. They they're such a high paced team. They'll like all right, switch. Nurkic has it. All right, Harden's not even playing defense. He's just thinking about the next offensive possession. But but Harden is at least quick enough and long enough that he's not going to play good defense. And I'm not, not going to be a Harden apologist. But he's got enough length where he can at least pretend. He they they're not. That's not their concern. Like once they yeah. once the switch is over, you know, is done. You got a seven footer on your 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 guard. They're giving up that possession. Well, the key for him is just don't foul. Yeah. Like, don't take yourself out of the game. Right. But um, it was interesting watching that game because I kind of thought about this, and it was kind of like last year in the first round when uh, when uh, Golden State was playing the Blazers mm-hmm. because I think the Blazers' ceiling at this with this current lineup is to be a really exciting six-game out yeah. in that I don't think they're good enough defensively to beat a good team. But I think they can score 120 points a game and make it really exciting. Yeah, that's for, what they've been doing these, yeah. these mm-hmm. past 13 games. They remind me a lot of, like, uh, Golden State, Baron Davis. Yeah. <laughs> they're obviously, seeded-wise, they're better than them. But they're, they're a good team. The most I could see them is going six against the Warriors and then bounce. Maybe seven. Uh, I don't seven. see them going it is, They have a really good home court advantage. They have a great home court advantage. The Portlandia, they, they're hipster <laughs> up there. Rip City, Rose Garden. They only eat food that they grow in their homes. So <laughs> Artisanal <laughs> cheeses yes. and kombuchas. Yes. Oh um, the problem is, though, if you're going to play Big Game Dame and, uh, and Lehigh's Finest, you don't have anybody who can defend on the perimeter. No. So you're really asking a lot of the back line and uh, 
Heartless. Heartless and Amin- no. Aminu. 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 Chief, yeah. Nurkic, Ed Davis. Like, you're asking a lot of those guys to clean up because you have a lot of ball penetration. Even without the switches we're talking about, the, the lead guards are going to get into the, the into the paint a lot. Yeah. So it's going to be tough. But that was an exciting game, though. It went also, down to the wire. I did want to shout out CJ McCollum because in an interview with, I think it was Undisputed, they were talking about this game, and he said, he wasn't giving up any easy layups when the Rockets just had layups all night. And he, he said he wasn't giving up any easy layups while he was wearing a Jazzy Jeff outfit from Fresh Prince. He had like a turtleneck on with a, with a Jesus piece. Good God. It was something that really made me... Was it something out of Westbrook's closet? It, uh, it looked like Westbrook, Westbrook light, but very conservative. <laughs> yeah, Westbrook's a bit ostentatious for that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but also shout out to the sponsors. Uh, we're, you know, we're we're in the middle of it. It's it's almost spring. So the camos are are getting close. Yeah, we're getting close to that. Yeah. That camo. Yeah. Keep camo your tims in rotation, though. Yeah, oh, you must. And then if, you know some of those warmer days. Screw it. Just wear the camo shorts with the Tims. Mm-hmm. Why not? <laughs> now, do you go you go high socks with mid calf socks with that? Uh. Mm. Maybe elites. Maybe elites. Oh, elites. Maybe elites. Yeah. I right. feel like elites are are dying now. Stand uh, socks. Stand socks. Uh, I still rock. Clarence, that. you lock up that that Mercedes hoopty uh, yes. sponsor. Yeah, 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 I got. I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the, the Mercedes is no longer a foreign. It's a citizen. <laughs> it got its green card. It's got its green card. <laughs> um. Uh, and Austin Rivers back to being trash. Yes. And again, yeah. Austin, you missed it. You missed it last week. I said I uttered that Austin Rivers was showing me something because the Clippers were on a roll, but they've they've come back to hurt you. Yeah. Austin, no, he was listening. I feel like Austin Rivers has disappointed his father for so many years, Matt. He wanted to disappoint someone else new. It's America. <laughs> Shout out to the Blippers too, getting that Bumbo sponsorship too. You saw yeah. that that tag? They got uh, now they got the Bumbo on their jerseys. You know, I'm a huge fan of the jerseys. Any jersey sponsor, my I probably say. If you had a favorite jersey sponsor, I like the Harley Davidson for the Bucks. I like how on brand it is. Yes, Good that's year. very on brand. Good year yes. for Cleveland. That just looks yeah, nice. Yeah, it's their jersey. That. Yeah, it looks yeah. nice. I support the uh, the Squarespace sponsor for yeah. the Knicks because it makes me think I'm watching a podcast on NPR, <laughs> which I really appreciate. And I do like how like the Nets have in four, which fits them. Uh, the uh, the Warriors have, like, what, uh, Rodicon or... Rodicon. Yes. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure what that is. It's just, <laughs> assuming that it's some software company. I feel like it's a it. startup. Yeah, it's a Silicon it, Valley. It's blockchain. Yeah. Or it's, it's Bitcoin. It's, it's <laughs> crypto in yeah. some way. No, there are some, and there are some ones that are definitely, like, Detroit, they have the Little Caesars arena. I would have loved to see the Little Caesars pizza guy on there. Yeah. <laughs> Pizza, pizza. Uh, oh, I guess, good. but there's still some teams that don't have them. But I need jersey sponsors everywhere. Yes. Like that. Yeah. I, yes. I'm glad that the NBA did that. Another smart move by the NBA. Yeah. Best, uh, best league and best professional sports league. So just saying. this is low key, and this is coming over from my soccer uh, days too. Right. I think it's really a good idea from a marketing standpoint 
Because if I was an NBA team, I would change the sponsor every year, and here's why: it makes you buy the new jersey. Oh yeah. Because now you're oh, you don't want that old you don't want that old Roku jersey. Oh you yeah. Know? You know you want the new Pepsi joint right yeah, here. Yeah. Right now. Let me get that jobs. Pepsi joint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that way you know it's old, and that way you're that wash. You uh, still got yeah. the old sponsor. Right. Definitely. No, that's true. And Philly needs to have John. Just yeah. just that word. Just John. Yeah. Well, they have StubHub, I think, on there. StubHub, yeah. yeah. But on the other side, the guy got jaw. Stuff like that. <laughs> uh, um, I guess well, you want to shift over to the East? Talk about uh, Philly? Yeah, Clarence, you've been really blowing up the Sixers. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're the scariest team, I think. I, I don't think you think any, so? I, listen. Like, they, they really want to, like, Cleveland would lose games on purpose to not play them like they did, have done in years past. Yes. I mean, like why? you want to play the Wizards. You can yeah. never tell if they're losing games on purpose, though, because they give that little of a they shit. They don't have that much uh, leeway to be losing games on purpose. They actually, with JR in the line, they actually might be just losing games. But um, just the, I've been paying attention to the Sixers a little bit. You know, Nets fan, Atlantic <clears throat> Division foe, you know, for some years. The Nets have not had any more. <laughs> Let me live in fantasy world, man. Come on. They can't even beat the Knicks. <laughs> All right. Knicks are trying to lose. <laughs> so, with that lineup they throw out, with Embiid, Simmons, Covington, Sarge, uh, and JJ, um, am I forgetting someone else? I'm, uh... No, that, you listed five. Yeah. <laughs> you listed five people. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, they're able to... <laughs> they're able to uh, counteract... Uh, ben Simmons, you know, not shooting anything outside of the free throw line with having Covington and JJ in the lineup. And then Embiid steps out two stretches the floor and shoots a three. Yeah. And him in the post, I mean, man, got second coming of Hakeem. Like, he has. Mm. I don't think you've seen enough Hakeem to be making that statement. Listen, but he, he has. He has. He has not. He has moves for days. Like it's like I don't think there's anyone. He has comments for days. He does have comments, and he has curves for days. He, you know, he curved Rihanna. You know. Do you think that? Because I actually think this that Ben Simmons' lack of shooting in the playoffs is going to hurt them. I don't think. Yes. Especially with defenses rationing up. I so think I think he still can get to the lane though and create. His but, vision is so great. But I think the template to beat him is what they did to young LeBron. And young LeBron was a much better shooter than Simmons is. Yeah. And it's you give him four feet. You give him four feet, you cut off passing lanes. He's still gonna be effective, right? I think he's that good of a player and he's got He's got a certain amount of creativity in the lane between flip yeah. shots and up and under. He's a good he's an ambidextrous. Yeah. He's ambidextrous. He's a good finisher. Um, the interesting thing with them is you have your five shooting more threes than your one. Uh, Jonathan, uh, not Jonathan, Ben Simmons has not made a three pointer since high. No, two three pointers since high school <laughs> in a game. Yeah, which is really crazy. Um, so, but you have uh, between Saric and Covington, Covington excellent is bang, bang. JJ, one of the all-time Covington greats. Covington never passes the ball. He no, he's like Clarence when he plays at <laughs> just in any function. Anytime he touches it before three, at the three-point line, it's a good shot. Yeah, it's, if it's within 28, 29 oh, and or don't let me feet, hit like three or four on warm-ups, then I'm done. You won't. <laughs> you, you never have hit three or four anywhere. No, when he uses my ball. When he uses his ball. That's his ball. ball. Yeah. Um, but no, I, the rock. they would be a scary out. And I was talking, Matt was making the argument that they're a young team. They won't have playoff experience. But I think that can actually help them. You know, they, they don't know it what can. to be. Uh, they I don't have, think young teams win in the listen, playoffs. Listen, listen. 
the pressure the Raptors have on them is going to eat at them. I think the Sixers, Why? The, the Rocket, the the Raptors have done nothing but fail for sixty five million years. They have no fear, Clarence. They have nothing to lose. Did you just make the argument that is the best argument? Yeah. Correlation with the. Well, you heard they were, this is their meteor. Well, you heard Jordan Clarkson, right? That dinosaurs were pets for for giant humans. humans. Yeah, giant humans. So, did Jordan figure out that without Kyrie, he now has to bring the hottest of takes in science and technology? Oh man, I that that soundbite is genius. Not in the sense of actual factual, yeah. but just no. <laughs> so. I think the Sixers, for this year, their ceiling is what we saw with uh, the Warriors when they were first on the rise, when they were like the sixth seed in the West. They won one series. Was that the year they played out. the Clippers? Yes. Was that, Clippers? That, that, was that, was yeah, that was a great, great series. Yeah. yeah, so I think like they're a team that could look like that, where like they could win one round, but I don't think they're going to be – They're pr- right now I th- they can get up to probably the – they could get up to the fourth seed or even the three seed. What I think is going to wind up happening is they're going to wind up losing their legs a little bit, and they're going to wind up in that 6-7 range. And they're going to wind up playing Cleveland in the first round. And I think what you're going to see is, I think, remember a couple of years ago, the Thunder were on the come up and they played the, they played the Lakers. They gave them a good run. They were athletic. They got out there and run, but the the kind of veteran presence yeah. won out. And then you saw that as the building block for the future. Yeah. I think this is a great opportunity. You need your first year. You remember Simmons is a rookie, and Bede's only played less than a season. <laughs> right. You know, so their two best players are really young. They do have some veteran presence, though. JJ, JJ's, but JJ's, JJ's one. Yeah. Just because he's white doesn't mean what is he won. Wait, what is he's he got doing? a lot of playoff failures. Wait, what has he won? I'm just saying one in the playoffs. Like a couple games? Class, <laughs> we ain't trying to raise conference banners here. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. He has some playoff legs to him. Like if that that's your only player, and I get what are you counting a mere Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> no, because he was on the Raptors, so that's no, not so the case. That's 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 right, right, right. <laughs> um but no, I just like want to you vacate wins by the Raptors. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But I just I feel like they're just a scary team. Like you would not want to play them. Like they're, and they're playing extremely well too. So like you don't want to play a hot team going into the playoffs. Too. So are they? I'm just comparing them to some other young teams that I consider to be on the rise. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of regardless of record, scarier than the uh, Timber uh, Timber Bulls. The, no, no, the Chicago Bulls. Like when they signed Derrick Rose, they are now the Chicago Bulls. I'm sorry. Like, regardless of zip code. Regardless of zip code. So who's, um, who's scarier in that regard? I would say uh, just because the West is more dominant. I would. I, I just would say the Sixers. I think the six. The the talent gap is closer in the East than the West. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll I give think you that. Be a tougher fight. Just and we're saying that Jimmy Butler comes back fully healthy. <clears throat> um. Even without, but yeah, yeah. Townsend, uh, with Jimmy Butler playing, they're definitely more of a threat. I think they're a better team. Yes, yes, because they actually have like they've got Gibson uh, and Butler with that experience with the Bulls, and Tom Thibodeau who has playoff coaching. coaching experience. Craig Brown has assistant yeah. playoff coaching experience, but it's completely different and. There are some, I remember that um, when I was working out in Philly, there are some people that question Brett Brown's just kind of late game coaching. So that could come into effect, you know, once once we get towards the tail end of the season. Because 
once you get into the playoffs, then coaching is really looked more into than sure. it is during the regular season. So, question for you then, because I have only, I'm not going to lie, I've only watched four or five you know, full games this year with them. Uh, I like Brett Brown. I like him. I like his the way he approaches the game. I think he handles the kids well. Do you think he's a good coach? Because I think he's got them playing. He's and he's a growth good, basketball. He's a good minute manager, I would say, especially with Embiid and Simmons. Um, and I just like the way you know. I, I was talking to Matt. They do a good thing where you know, obviously Simmons is such a great passer, and he's was he six ten playing the one. They do a lot of uh, opposite. Um, Post feeds, so you'll have you'll have Embiid, who's a better three point shooter, just from the simple fact that he shoots them at the top of the key, and he'll feed Simmons, and then you know if he's hot or not, he'll get the double, and he has you can see over everybody, he can swing you, to the he can yeah. swing to the shooters. Coming you can run a high JJ. low with them. It's it is like a ball like a ball screen with them. Like we were just talking about that is that's a scary thing to handle. Yeah, because then but you got. Well, Eh, because with Simmons, you could just go underneath the screen, so it's not as bad. But you you could have Simmons set a ball screen for Embiid, and he could drive by somebody. Yeah. So. Simmons actually, I mean, I'm sorry. Embiid actually has a decent handle for someone who's that tall. Yeah. What is no, that? He's seven, got Simmons, true seven-footer. Yeah. yeah. Do you think the Celtics will fall out of the two-seed? Because they are, I mean, they've got injuries. I don't think, no, the way Brad Stevens is coached, my direct, my indicator that they won't, it's just how well they're playing with these injuries. Brad Stevens is such a phenomenal coach. Like going back to that OKC game with Boston, there's no way that OKC shouldn't have won that game. <clears throat> no Kyrie, no Jalen Brown, no Marcus Smart, <clears throat> and <clears throat> for it to come down to two mellow missed free throws for them to lose is inexcusable. And I think that's just a direct um, that's a direct correlation with the coaching. Like Brad Stevens is not he's 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 the Eastern Conference Greg Popovich light. Like he'll get the best out of what he has. So I think he's a very good coach. I would put him in a top three or four of the league. Uh, I, I know I'm scared got, Popovich. Hardware, so. Yeah, but like same kind of system kind of oriented, you know, coach. You know, he's not like the the big ego that's gonna come in and say, Oh, you're gonna do this, this. He's gonna be like, he's gonna put his players in position to do well. And I think just from that, you know, even with the stars being out, I think they'll still they'll still lock up the two seed. And then Cleveland is still like they they'll get up for these big but games. It's not just Cleveland though. I, I think that whole Washington, three, four, five is Washington. I just think the pack is very tight yeah. in the East. Washington's flaky. You know, they got well, at least is flaky. You yeah. have been telling me that Washington was the best team in the East for four years. <laughs> That's true. With John Wall on the team, okay, I don't so like this John Wall mess. I don't like this Wallless. <laughs> I don't like this Wallless. Wallless. But he's coming back. It, allegedly. He could be Kopo or Kawhi and not come back. You so. could say that about just about anything. <laughs> um, but no, I think this. I think the Celtics locked up the two seed. Um, now, if I'm the Sixers, though, do I drop to the seven seed? That, that might be an easier matchup for them than Cleveland, wouldn't you think? I don't think it's ever a good idea. <laughs> I don't think it's ever a good idea to take the foot off the gas True. in that regard. Mm-hmm. I don't think so either. But, you know, we just talked about it with John Wall, Kawhi Leonard. Herb, I know you were intrigued by some comments made by the Spurs and throughout the whole season with Kawhi Leonard, so... They now report allegedly, reportedly had a, a players meeting where they're talking to Kawhi about coming back. Manu uh, had some comments. 
I'm just, I'm so, I don't know what to believe in America anymore, <laughs> in Trump's America with leaks coming out every day. Yeah. I, I thought of, you know, Greg Popovich, former uh, intelligence officer in the Air Force. I thought he would have given a cyanide pill to people talking to the media. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, Wojnowski is uh, like locking, dropping this juicy gossip about Kawhi. And I'm wondering, is Kawhi just so quiet? that even his own teammates are not able to get him to answer a text. Are they just making stuff up because he's so quiet? Like, yeah, they just, I don't think he has a phone. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would have a flip phone or perhaps a uh, But, like, razor. no, he doesn't have the plan where he can text. Yeah, yeah, yeah I no, think he, he has, might, but it's T9, so he just uh, keeps it, like, super brief. No, I think he has, like, those kid phones where it's only, like, three preset numbers. It's, like, Pop, his mom, and, like, the hospital. <laughs> Maybe it's, like, when you first got a sidekick and you didn't want to pay, your mom wouldn't pay for the data plan, so you had to be on Wi-Fi, and now they can never get him to answer them back. Maybe it's nights and weekends. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he's, maybe he's in any time minutes. It's not oh, any time. Oh, man. But I hope he comes back. <laughs> Yo, is he really holding? All right. We, this is far too premature. But where is Kawhi Leonard playing after he leaves the Spurs? He's leaving the Spurs? He can't play anywhere else. Like, he... God, I, I think he would actively be worse. I, I don't think Kawhi Leonard... I don't know. I, I could be wrong. I feel like his game does not necessarily transfer... Mark Jackson's going to be the next coach of the Knicks, defensive guy, come to New York. I, I am now prepared if Mark Jackson comes to the Knicks. I am prepared to say that he's got championship pedigree by being the coach before a dynasty yeah. in Golden State because nah, I'm that true. desperate at this point. Yeah. But even as good, good as Mark Jackson is, the Knicks will ruin them. Like, oh. that's, that, that's, that's a cancer. Well, they Do you actually think Mark Jackson is a good coach because he couldn't get out of the second round with the – Best uh, regular season team, best <laughs> team of all they time. Were pops. They were pops at that point. Like, Steph was just coming back off of, you know, his major ankle injuries. Like, you know, they were getting to play with each other. Like, I thought, I honestly thought Mark Jackson got a raw deal. I thought he could have got another year. And then if, he didn't, if that didn't translate to anything, I thought maybe. Here's the thing, though, man. Uh, Steve Kerr proved that he could give it to his assistant. And they could, he could still right, go to the championship. Uh, so... So what was Mark waiting on? I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, a little bit disappointed, a little bit curious about the Spurs. I thought it was interesting about Ginobili's comments, though, where he was saying, like, oh, we don't want to get our hopes up anymore. So, for one, I think it kind of wonders, like, do they actually think he – do they really not know whether or not he's coming back? And two, is it actively bad to have both in your mind if you're a team preparing for a playoff push? Is it better to just completely count him out? Yeah, you know – not I think to, at this point, yes. Not to go back to like, you know, not to like flip-flop going to football. It's kind of like that Ezekiel Elliott kind of situation where they they was like it was so uncertain whether he was going to play or not. It's almost better to just like assume he's not. You yeah, know, so you way. don't have that crush. Yes or no, just no. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, right. Um, right, like stop fighting this. Is, yeah, yeah, in a way. In a way. Similar, like, yeah. No, it's a little similar. You know, and actually, I think they've actually figured it out. They were on a little skid our last pod, but yeah. now five they... Five in a row. Yeah, now they got five. LA's Back playing. up to the sixth, fifth. I yeah, think, they, yeah. The you cans, can, the cans you can are go five. from fourth to tenth in a game. In a week, yeah. yeah. Um, Marcus Aldridge, you know, is playing out, out of his mind. Yeah, he's in his bag. He's in his bag. Like, it was... Still fake, though. Still fake. You don't... You I hate. don't think he's fake. He's a homeless man's Garnett. <laughs> and you don't even like... I didn't like Garnett. Garnett. Oh, a man. homeless man's Garnett? Yeah. 
I don't I don't like his post up game. Mid range <laughs> is the worst shot in basketball. You hate that fadeaway. Doesn't get to the foul line. Oh, I love that fadeaway. <laughs> Herbie hates it. Herbie hates that baseline fadeaway. Oh, it's a, it's man. not a it's a tough shot, man. Don't you shoot that baseline? <laughs> <laughs> But if I was better, I wouldn't have to. Good, play- like your father told me, good players don't play zone. Good players don't have to shoot that fadeaway. Oh, yeah, Kobe man. strictly shot a fadeaway, and that's my point. Oh man, oh god, book it. Yikes. Well, this oh. is this is a good uh, transition into uh, we had we had a fan question for this week of, uh, of something that we you know want to discuss uh, on the pod this week and. Uh, Really good question. Wanted to bring up uh, for this. So, you know, we've really done. Uh, you know, looked at a couple of our, our favorite things that have happened in NBA games. But taking a different approach this week, who would we like to have? Where we're down one or tied or or down two with a chance to win the game. You know, final ten seconds, ISO at the top or, or drawing a play. Who would we want to take the final shot? Any player in the NBA? Who'd you pick? Should we go in current? We're we going all time. I'd say current. Okay. okay. I like where that's at. I like, okay. Yeah. What's the, all right, so scenario, down two? We'll say it's you're, you're down two, tied, or down one. So am you can I, win the game. Am I home, do, or am I going? Okay. You're wherever you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> on the road. 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 So I'm not playing for overtime. I want to win. I want to win. Yes, you want to win. You want to win it right now. Yeah. Okay. So you need a three. I mean, it's the, it's the current NBA, so anybody can. So it's always a three, then. It's yeah. always a yeah. three. Um, two seconds. So you don't have time to run a play. You're you're going straight ice. Yeah, it's like an it's like an ISO. ISO. Or, or maybe coming off a down screen. Uh, give it five. Give it five seconds. Yeah. Maybe I've been seeing too much of him lately. I'm just feeling Harden right now. I just feel like he's gonna get you a great shot, uh, and he's just been so deadly on working out of the pick and roll. That you you could run the pick and roll with him. If they switch, you hit the step back. If not, you try to throw it around for the three. Mm. So I'm gonna go multiple scenarios of players that I would pick, just instead of like being like, <laughs> is it this? So if I had to go strictly ISO and there is like 20 seconds left, right? The strictly ISO, I'd go Demar right now. Still, God, you're still, you because oh, he can man. get you are he can get. The shot, he can go to the basket and slam on somebody, which we man. saw. The inefficiency is killing him. Which we saw. Man, He's man. not that inefficient. I cannot <laughs> wait till they lose in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, they're probably not losing in the first round. They're not going to lose in the first wait, round. Man, you Listen, can, you, you, not be you stay with your regular picks. <laughs> which I take step cover. <laughs> Put your pick on the phone. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. oh man. Um, you, uh, so let, let me let me finish. Yeah. So I take Demar Derozan in an ISO situation. If I'm going catch and shoot from an out of bounds, like a sideline out of bounds, I'll take KD because he can yeah. rise up over anybody. Yeah. If I'm going just like old school Celtics when they sent Ray Allen off those screens and he always had a game winning shot mm-hmm. somehow. Clay has with the injury. <laughs> If, uh, if I'm break his shooting hand, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Clay right now. Uh, but if I would have, if I would have to healthy take healthy Clay, I don't think Clay. You take him you, for a healthy Clay, yes. But if we were just going off with anybody right now, I'd probably coming off a screen, catch and shoot. Thinking C.J. McCollum. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. I think he's 
one of the best shooters in the NBA that's not talked about too much. Those are my those are my those are my three that I'll say. Okay, so after you being extra and then <laughs> literally picking the worst person you could pick in that like that scenario of Demar Derozan. You know he's got the same game as Kobe, right? Same not, game. But as the quote Nick Wright talking about Paul Pierce, he ain't Kobe. <laughs> okay. He ain't Kobe. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, I would pick. I would have to go with Big Game Dane. He's proven that is the softest pick. No, ever. that answer is wrong. You and Matt are giving wrong answers. No, we're giving big. Well, big I'm game giving game. right answers. I mean, we're talking about that Rocket series. Him, Jalen Parsons should have been closer. <laughs> it was a road assignment. I don't care what happened. He's clapping. Jalen Parsons can't hear the clapping behind him. I don't know what. That play officially <laughs> washed Chandler Parsons and sucked his cartilage out of his knee for his entire career. <laughs> Nev- nothing was the same. It was like Space Jam, where it just stole the talent out of him. And he has been trash ever since. Oh, man. But catch and shoot, I would go I would go Dame. Um, ISO, I would go Harden. And then I guess uh, if I needed a play, like playmaker, I guess Herbie's boy, LeBron. Can I, I need, if I need the right basketball play. Can I throw out some obscure situations to you guys? As yes, I love obscure Ooh, situations. Okay. Uh, one, you're down one. Uh, your best player, your Kobe, mm-hmm. has just thrown up an air ball, right? Or, or a bag. I thought you were going to say thrown up like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's no no, that, would be, that would be Paul Pierce peeing in the stretcher and then needing to get wheeled back on the court. <laughs> no, Paul Pierce had to go to the bathroom. They wouldn't use his legs, so that's why he was in the wheelchair. <laughs> All right, no. So, uh, one, you're down one. Uh, player just took a jump shot. You've got a chance for a tip-in or put-back. Ooh. Anthony Davis. Davis, that's yes. a good DeAndre. answer. DeAndre. Healthy All Chris Stapps, longest reach, throwing it in. Uh, I'll go Davis, though, if we're playing currently available. I'll go DeAndre. He's, I think. He wouldn't even be on the court at that time. That's true. Can't no, for that scenario, though, if I, oh if it's like 18th no, of a set, if, if that's. because no, I would have fouled him intentionally, put him on the line. <laughs> oh. Therefore, okay. Well, you can't. Well, they would put him. You would just keep <laughs> going to the line because. You can't foul unless he has the ball. You literally literally just keep shooting. (laughs) Um, I go DeAndre. You're going DeAndre? Yeah. Okay. Um, Or maybe Giannis. Maybe Giannis. He's strong, you know. Strong down there. Point eight. (laughs) You got point eight. Uh, Derek Fisher shot? Yeah. (laughs) Derek Fisher shot. No time for a dribble that you can catch and fade away. Um, You're down three. Steph. See that? (laughs) You got to go quickest release. This is bold takes. So he's, getting how is he going to get a shot up? Because he's going to block it when he shoots from his hip. Shut up. You said to hate her, Matt. You picked DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> <laughs> he gets in a ribbon and slam the whoop. Yeah. <laughs> Watch your head. Point, point 0.8 seconds? Point 0.8, no time for a dribble. He's got to catch and kind of fall away. <laughs> All right. Hey, what, what would your pick be? I, I want to think. Hmm. I was actually pondering this. Uh, 
I was gonna go Clay, but he actually needs his feet set. Yeah. So it's got to be someone who who can does who it can really. oh, jump and turn their. Because I don't I don't like the, the regular picks like See, this to me, man. To me, it's Corver though, because I feel like Corver's really good at just finding his feet, it's and he's pretty tall. But Jr. does not need any type of set or anything. But JR, he barely has to touch the basketball. No, here's why I could never pick Jr. Smith. He exists only in life to fail on me. For that, <laughs> for that shot pointed, I would go Westbrook. No, he no, because so this is why I just disagree, and this is because the next scenario is going to you. Well, you hate Westbrook. I do. All right, <laughs> Colin yeah. Coward over yeah. here. Yeah. So next <laughs> scenario, you're down twelve <laughs> in, the, in the last minute, but you still have the ball. Who is going to Who is going to try to wind up for a slam dunk? That is Westbrook, and then yell at his teammates for missing. I was telling I was telling Clarence he used to average like thirteen points or thirteen rebounds in his last whatever games, average a triple double. He's going so hard after every rebound. He's punching Stephen Adams in the dick. Give me and this. then taking the ball from yeah. him. Yeah, every time Melo tries to get his rebound and do a spiel when he grabs it, he's just going to, like, knock him over. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. Oh, man. Paul George even looks at a rebound. He's like, <laughs> I was told you to stay in the corner. Yeah. Tenzer, do you want to contribute with who you pick for every yeah. single oh, one oh, in the last Let the man speak. No, no, I want to give him an introduction. You know, we got our well, there's fan only one the, guy he's going to pick. Fan of the yeah. pod. We got Tenzing. Tenzing So, Clarence, you're an idiot. So, <laughs> almost everyone you picked almost sounds like somebody who doesn't watch basketball and watches ESPN all the time. And that's the only thing they watch. Come on, You, you. So, I would say right now, if if you have to put someone in that whatever second or two, you got to go with Kate, uh, Kevin Durant. I mean, Kevin not Carmelo? Yeah, Carmelo. Yeah. No, Carmelo. Carmelo scored 20 points in that, that scenario. <laughs> if, you want, if you want someone who's going to catch it, throw his hands yeah, down. Yeah, throw his hands The ball yeah. is too hot. Oh, it's too hot. It's too hot. Realistically, it's Kevin Durant. If my, my life, we have been wasting Durant. time on realistic. Yeah, yeah. In my, my life, it's, the answer is always Carmelo Anthony. Fully ball. When Melo was on the Nuggets in the first few years on the next year, you probably say that. Yeah. yeah. Charles Barkley says he's still the best scorer in the NBA. Charles Barkley is an oddly opinionated gentleman. Well, I think it's because he's, besides like Barkley not being able to shoot, is like he has a very similar, he had a similar game to Melo, just like, Put your head down and go right to the hoop. Oh, and yeah. Trying to yeah. Yeah. power through. But I would say if it wasn't like current and you needed like the two points to score, I would put Dirk Nowitzki. Ooh, yeah. Put Dirk. him on the screen. That high release. Open, and then the high release yes. turnaround, and he'll get you those two points. I yeah. Mean, you know what? Put that knee in your chest. Yeah, right in your chest. I put Dirk all the time. Every time you need those he, two I points. think Serge Ibaka still has nightmares from that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so sure. Defensive player of the year <laughs> or not. Yeah. Having eight straight. You know, fadeaways on you. Just, Ooh, just and then, tell uh, the coach I gotta come. Nowitzki, out. they had, they had, the Heat had the audacity to have Udonis Haslam cover him. The pride of, of Florida. Did yes. he go to Florida? He went to Florida. Florida. Yeah. From Miami. Wow. Played with the Heat. He got toasted so bad on that that Florida tattoo stopped the game. So <laughs> this is a uh, this is a good um, kind of transition into my trivia question. Little new segment. Ooh. Trivia question. Um, so. What I want to do with this trivia question every episode, give you an answer or a question where it's got multiple answers. Okay. So for this one, I've got a list of 20 NBA All-Stars. Okay. 
Because going off Udonis Haslam, he's played with the Heat for his entire career. Mm-hmm. Never sniffed another team. Nick Carlson, too. Yes. 20 All-Stars that have played for only one team. Mm. Or I guess current or just throughout NBA history. Oh, ter- 20 current All-Stars? No, I'm going to say... Yeah, give me give me 20. Current or... I want to say try not to do anybody current. Wait, no one current? Yes. Okay. Wait, I, so 20 NBA players. Yes. All time. Yeah. Who have made an all-star team mm-hmm. and only played for one team. Yeah, you can go current as well because you'll probably okay. rack them up. But Wait, give me 20. And they only made the all-star team for one team or they've only played for one team? They've only played for one NBA team their entire okay. career. Uh, all right. right. So, so Isaiah Thomas, original Isaiah Thomas, Pistons. Okay. Kobe. Yes. Yes. Uh, Dirk. Well, yeah. But we're, are yes. We, are we not yeah, doing? you can do current teams. Okay. okay, so Steph. Yeah. Yes. See, here's the problem. you got a lot of these guys who are coming up now, like your Anthony Davis. You're, right. Your Clay Thompson. Right. Just keep... Just keep... Oh, just keep going. No, just, just can't. Should we stay away from current, folks? Stay... No, nah, you can go current ones, but I want to say try to do over 10 years. Let's get, okay. the, let's get the older guys first. Yes. So, right. Yeah, so Bird. Bird. Can we go old school? Like, yeah, I'm the, the thing that I'm going back to as one player, the, the latest player that they have kind of before free agency, really, because there wasn't much free agency like back in the day. But I'll say the oldest player they have is played from 1956 to 69. But you should be able oh. to get him. Okay, yeah. So, uh, Russell, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Magic Johnson? Yeah. Yes. Magic Johnson... Uh, worthy. All star. Yes. Yeah. Allen um, Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he didn't play. I don't think he played he for played, other teams. He played. Allen Houston. Yeah, he played for other teams. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, he was started off his career on the Pistons. Oh, uh, David Robinson. Yes. Uh, uh, Tim Duncan. Duncan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Ginobili made an All Star team. Too. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, try. Spurs, Tony yeah. Parker. Yep. Yeah. Um, Kawhi. Still got a, a solid amount out there. Yeah. Uh, we can get this. Yeah. So you got Russell. There's a few more other older guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, not Chamberlain, no. Um, no. Kuzi? Jerry West? Yes. Yes. Elgin Baylor? No. Oh. Yeah, he played for different teams. Oh. See, that's the thing is... You look like, even like when I saw this list, I thought Clyde Frazier, but he played for the Cavs at yeah. the end of his career. So I don't count that. It's a good question. Yeah, it is a good question. Yeah. Um, Jerry West is, that was a good one. Yes. There is one that, it's a little bit tricky because he oh, played. Like different franchises? No, not different franchises, but ABA, different, NBA. Oh, Barry. Oh, no. Dr. Oh, he played for a bunch of Dr. Dr. Jets and then yes. Sixers. So he only played for the Sixers in the NBA. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right, because they hadn't. When did they? No, he when did the merger happen. He just went to the NBA. He could have went to the NBA. He just well, no, he went to the NBA because they paid him more. Yeah. So you have you have a few more left from kind of the older crowd. Joe Dumars. Yes. John Stockton. Joe, Joe that is a good. Joe Stockton. John Stockton. But yes. it's not Paul Malone, though, because he no, went, not to right. went to LA. Right. Ring chased. Yeah. <laughs> um, You've got one more of the, I'd say, guys before the 2000s. Sean Kemp. 
No. He played for a lot of teams. <laughs> he was on Cleveland. I, I had blocked that out of my mind. Oh, man. Jesus. Uh, let's see. One. You've got from my list, you've got one. Reggie Miller. Never yes. played for Miller. another team. You have and one. Hale play for two. Yes. That's another one. you got one left. Ooh. Is on, Eric, give me an era. Nah, he's in the 2000s. Oh. Alan Iverson. No, he played. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like your head. He yeah. played for a bunch of other teams, but um, two thousand. So I was most impl- impressed with Joe Dumars for Clarence. Ah, Joe Dumars, anchor of that Pistons bad boys team. Now there's one, and I, he was. I'm not going to give you any hints, but he was two thousands. <sighs> Jesus, he's an All Star, obviously. Yeah, he made I the All Star team every year, basically. Oh, okay. I was thinking of some fringe guys, but no. How are we missing? How are we missing every year? Yes. Two thousands. Yeah, they probably still vote for him, even though he's not playing. Yeah, me. Yeah. They love the Rockets. Oh, they do. But if you, if you think of I like Curry, that. If you think of current NBA All-Stars, though, that have it, like, on their first couple of years, you know, once you get into guys that are over, like, 10 years of playing, they're, they're on different teams. Yeah. So. LeBron set that precedent, like, you know. Do you think, like, do you think now there will be, like, players that will just play for one team? Like, even Steph Curry, like, I think he'll go to Charlotte at one point. Yeah, you know. The, how they did Blake, I don't think, you know, because <laughs> that's the guy you bring that's up. The well, no, I'm just saying, because he wanted to be a lifelong clipper, and they say he was going to be a life. They bring the, the fraudulent retired jersey. Yeah, out. like, I don't know if any NBA All Star will play. I was going to say, team. I was going to say Kawhi before this year, but yeah. who knows? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that was a safe bet. So, like, Anthony Davis, he'll, I think he'll, he'll go. go. You know who I could see sticking around, and I don't know how many All-Star games he'll make because of his body, is uh, Embiid. I just feel like the city loves him. It's a pretty big market. Yeah. I don't know. I just think, I think he's going to have a short NBA career, so. Right. Yeah. I don't know how many years he'd have. He'll probably have eight years, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that was, that that was a good one. Was good. Yeah. good question. But that was a good question. I'll yeah. see what comes back next week. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we to, I think uh, 20 hours later, we were to get them. The Yao Ming one, I knew once, like, he was acting like he got it right away. I had to give him that answer, to give him a hint. I didn't get it. They <laughs> could still put Yao Ming on the ballot. He'd make the all Oh, yeah. He wouldn't even have to play. Yeah. There's a billion people in chess. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's that's everything we got. Anything yeah. else? No, I enjoyed this. Guys. I, it's yeah, good I'm to be back. back. Yeah, it's it good is. Back. We back. Back in the lit tower one. Uh, as always, everybody stay up. We'll see you next week. Playoffs are coming up. Let's go. Peace.